Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Everyday Revival with Pastor Kendall Watrous. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Facebook, or you can visit us at faithlifefamily.com. Here's Pastor Kendall. Hi there, welcome back to Everyday Revival. I hope last week uh, in the message there about moving forward helped many of you. And um, I'm telling you, we're going to pick right back up uh, and just continue in these things. God is with us, and He's helping. He's helping us in these things, and He's helping you. And so um, we we believe that His Word uh, has great results in people's lives. Uh, last week we left off talking about First Peter two, and verses nine and ten about wh- who we are to God, that we're important to Him. And I want to lay this groundwork because a lot of times people uh, they've been talked to and, and, and heard all the different things from a religious standpoint about that we're just lowly worms of the earth and, you know, um, that, you know, God, maybe he will and maybe he won't do things in our lives. And I think what it does is it stunts people's growth in God because they, they can't approach him as a heavenly father and they can't view him as in, in that way. And so they get very legalistic about things. And what we want to do is we want to free up your thinking um, with the Word of God so that you can see that God wants you to go forward in, in the plan that He has for you. He wants you to grow in the things of God. He wants you to not just come and sit in church and go from week in and week out and hear the Word but not be a doer of the Word. He wants us to be fruitful in every good work, right? Isn't that what his word says? And so uh, we have to understand who he's made us to be. And what it does is our approach to God becomes more of a child and parental uh, kind of relationship. And then it's not based on religion. It's based on relationship, which I've covered in other podcasts. So we saw that he said that we are holy and pure and that we're his very own in these verses. And he did all this, it says, so that we can show others how God called us out of darkness into his wonderful light, right? So in other words, that our our lives can be billboards to others of his goodness. So he also said in, in verse 10, once I was less than nothing. So I can relate to that because... Again, my life was messed up. Uh, maybe you don't have that testimony. Maybe you just got born again and you never did anything that was, you know, bad or anything. And you just, that both testimonies are good. It, it doesn't mean that mine's any better. I'm just saying I, I recognize that my life was, was headed to hell and I was going in a race car to hell. Um, so I was going pretty fast. But he said, now I'm, his, I'm God's very own. So because my life got turned around because of his blood and what he did for me, and I accepted him as my Lord and Savior, now my life is not my own. I don't get to do what I want to do anymore. And you said, well, that sounds pretty limiting. I don't know if I want that kind of life. Listen, I promise you, you don't want to do things the way you want to do them. It, it, it only leads to heartache. Uh, I've tried so many things my own way, and you could probably raise your hand and say you have too, and it didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. Listen, uh, let's use this example. Just in raising your kids, 
you know, I've known so many people over, over the years that we've been doing pastoring and, and, and when we were associate pastors. And just, it's funny, just in that one thing, people try to do things on their own. They, they won't ask God for help. They won't look in his word for help. They read self-help books, but they're, they're not, they don't have the word in them. So they're just, they're just void of wisdom. And so they don't know how to raise their kids. Uh, they don't know how to raise them in a, in a godly way. They, they just do the best that they know how to do, and they're basing it off of how they were raised. So what happens is it's, it, you know, it's perpetual failure going on from one generation to the next. So I'm saying that and just using that as an example that we don't know everything. We need God's help. We need help in raising our kids. We need help in our marriages, don't we? I mean, come on, you could probably put both hands up right now and say, I need God's help in my marriage because I, I, can't, I can't do it on my own. I need him to help me be a good wife, to be a good husband to my, you know. So those things are things that we can't do on our own, and we need his help because he needs us to be in a place where, what, we can be moving forward and expanding in our Christian walk. In other words, we're not just stagnant and still in one place year after year, and we raise our hands 20 years from now in the church service, and we say, I've been serving God for 20 years, and everybody looks at you and says, I don't want to be like them, right? We don't want that in our lives. We want, we want movement in our, in our Christian lives, right? And we want to be able to help other people. Um, you know, failure is not an option in our Christian lives. It's just not. Your life is attached to so many other people's lives. Your life matters to other people. And if you fail, other people will fail. And I know people don't want to hear that, but, but your life is a testimony to other people, whether you want to admit it or not. Now, you can say you're a Christian and you're still operating in a lot of fleshly, fleshy things like you still lose your temper or your mouth isn't, you know, you're still saying things that you used to say before you were born again. Listen, those are just, you know, things that God will help you with in your flesh. Those are fleshy things that you can ask God to help you with and get under control. But we don't want to fail in our Christian walk. In other words, fail meaning completely quit and just stop serving God. There are too many people that did that after COVID. There are too many people that stopped going to church and stopped serving God altogether. They, may, they might go on Easter or Christ, Christmas now, and, but the, God is the farthest thing from their mind. They, they, don't, they don't serve God like they used to. And listen, I believe God's dealing with people's hearts and he's, he's dealing with them to come back to their first love. And he's dealing with people to get back on track uh, because he's coming back soon. So failure is not an option. Let's read this verse. I really like this verse too. I'm going to read it in the, the Passion Translation, but I'm also going to read it in the King James. So I'll read it in the King James first. And it, this is uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. And it says, Therefore, we do not lose heart. Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. Though our outward man is perishing, and we know that's true because I looked in the mirror this morning, 
And so, um, you know, I know it's perishing. But my inward man is being renewed day by day. Let me ask you a question. What does that last phrase indicate? Renewed day by day. That indicates movement. Something is happening on the inside. Something is changing on the inside. Why? Because I'm doing something. I'm making motion and movement towards God. I'm doing my part. The Bible says, draw near to him and he will draw close to you. Draw close to him and he will draw close to you. Isn't it funny? It doesn't say God will draw close to you. He's not saying that God's going to make the first first motion. It says if we'll draw near to God, he'll draw near to us. That's, That's just powerful right there. Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. There's movement. There's moving forward. There's expansion. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but we look at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, and the things which are not seen are eternal." So what are we talking about today? We're talking about that failure is not an option in the things of God, that we, uh, we learned last week that we're his chosen possession. We're not going to worry. We're not going to fret. We're going to look to God. We're going to know who we are. And then we're not, we're not going to walk in failure because expansion is in our, moving forward is in our DNA. It's, it's how we roll. It's what we're made of now that we're born again. So let's read this verse in the, in the Passion Translation because I think sometimes, you know, different, ver, uh, different uh, translations can help us see it more clearly, um, and I like to see things more clearly. Um, this is verse 16. So no wonder we don't give up. For even though our outward person gradually wears out, our inward being is renewed every single day. Every single day. So you're going to get gray hair. You're going to get wrinkles. And I know you might be in your 20s and think that you're never going to grow old, but it's going to happen. <laughs> so we're all going to, it, our, our bodies, it, it's saying, are going to wear out. But our inward man, man on the inside where, where, he, where God lives is renewed every single day. It says, we view our slight, short-lived troubles in the light of eternity. We see our difficulties as the substance that produces for us uh, an, an eternal weighty glory far beyond all comparison. So I don't focus my attention on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but the unseen realm is eternal. Isn't that good? It's so good. So um, we, we see that, you know, these things these things in the natural, in other words, in our flesh, the things that are going to decay, they're just temporary. But the things that are eternal are on the inside. Our spirit man is being renewed day by day. And these things, man, they, they are being, you know, there's renewable energy, you know, that they're, that they're talking about all the time. 
Well, we can be renewed and have renewable energy on the inside. In other words, we got that Duracell battery. Come on, on the inside of us. And it's like that little Duracell bunny, and it keeps going and going and going. Why? Because of the greater one on the inside of us. And, you know, in 2 Corinthians 4, 8, if you read that in the King James, it says, we're troubled on every side. Wow, that's promising, isn't it? Yeah, but we are. We're troubled on every side, but it says we're not distressed or we're not stressed. I'm troubled on every side, but I'm not stressed. I'm not going to live in this world and be stressed. I'm God's chosen possession, and, and moving forward is in my DNA, and I can't move forward if I'm stressed out. The, the Passion Translation says, I experience every kind of pressure, but I'm not crushed. Come on, is this, is this helping y'all today? I know it is. If I could hear anybody say amen out there, I would, I would love it because I, I, I like hearing people's voices. But experience every kind of pressure, but I'm not crushed. Listen, there are going to be things we go through in life that are not happy things. In fact, they're very hard things. There's difficulties that we go, to, uh, go through, difficulties with our families. You know, I, I was thinking about this this week. And maybe this is for somebody, I'm sure it is because it just came up in my heart, is that, you know, don't quit and put down your walk with God just because somebody else does. I said, don't quit and throw in the towel and just get lazy and lax and turn, turn aside your passion towards the things of God just because somebody else did. And, and that somebody else might be somebody in your family. Listen, your whole family could stop serving God tomorrow, and that ought not be your testimony. That shouldn't be your testimony. In other words, you know that God brought you out of some really bad stuff, and he laid down his life for you and shed his blood for you. And so no matter what, you're not going to stop serving him. You're going to serve him until you take your last breath. So whether your kids stop serving him or your husband stops serving him or your wife stops serving him, you're going to serve him. You're going to serve him with everything in you. Everything in you, you're going to serve him. And so you're going to do that with passion on the inside. Isn't that good? So I like what the King James says. It says, uh, it, um, we are perplexed. We are perplexed but not in despair. We are perplexed, but not in despair. That's a King James. Have you ever been perplexed about something? Maybe what, about what I was just talking about, you know, your kids or your husband or your, your relatives, somebody just d did something and you're just perplexed. You're like, I cannot figure that out. Well, God can figure it out. God has the answer to everything. So we're not in despair. I like the Passion Translation says of this verse. It says, at times we don't know what to do, but sitting is not an option. I'm going to run around this, this, this place right now. <laughs> but sitting is not an option. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we have to get ourselves up by the back of the neck, slap ourselves in the face sometimes and say, self, you're not going to quit. You're not going to be discouraged. You're not going to be stressed out. You're going to trust God. Self, you trust God. I could just preach it right now. Because these things will keep us going in the direction that will lead us into victory every single time. Our victory is connected to our outlook and what's coming out of our mouth. 
That's what our victory is attached to. So the Apostle Paul said, I'm troubled on every side, but I'm not, I'm not stressed out. I'm not going to be down. I'm not going to be perplexed. I'm not going to be in despair. And I love the TPT. At times, I don't know what to do, but sitting is not an option. I'm not going to sit here until I die. I'm going to serve you, God, every single day. I'm going to lift up my voice to you every single day. I'm going to have praise on my lips every single day. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for what you've done for me. Thank you that you're my Savior. Thank you that you shed your blood for me so I didn't have to go to hell. Thank you that I have the victory. And you just, you just school yourself into faith. You just get yourself uh, uh, right. I like this. It says we're persecuted, but we're not forsaken. I mean, I've been persecuted for what I believe in, that we're that kind of church. Oh, you lay hands on people. You believe in the, the Holy Ghost. Yeah, I do. And I'm not ashamed of it. It says, we might be forsaken and persecuted, but we're not cast down and we're not destroyed. We are persecuted by others, but God has not forsaken us. We may, may be knocked down, but we're not knocked out. <laughs> so that is so true. I'm telling you, expansion and moving forward is in our DNA. It, it, it was in the book of Acts, and from the day the early church started, it has been in our DNA. It's been in, uh, handed down from generation to generation. It's in us. God is in us. We're unstoppable. We're going to expand in the face of difficulty. We're going to expand and move forward in the days ahead. We're going to expand and move forward in everything that we're facing because if God be for us, who can be against us? If we truly believe the word of God, if God is for us, then no man, no person can be against us. And we're going to succeed on every, on every level. Amen. So I'm telling you, I preach myself happy today. I don't even know where I am in my notes, but you know what? It just doesn't matter because we'll just pick up and it, uh, I'll look through them and I'll pick up next time. But we're going to continue to talk about moving forward and expansion in our DNA is in our DNA. And as a Christian, we walk forward in the plan of God with our heads up, with praise on our lips and the word of God in our hearts. Amen. So until next time, have a great week. Your, your family be blessed. May everything that you put your hand to prosper. And we're just going to pick back up here again next week. Have a great week. And we'll talk to you next time on Everyday Revival.